Welcome to Super Spuds. You're Hardy. Hello. Hello. I'm Chandrika. Hello. 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 How's it going? Okay, hello. <laughs> uh, I think something went sideways. <laughs> oh? Yeah. I don't hear myself nearly as... Oh, there. There I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I didn't need to set anything up, but apparently I did. Mm. Mm. I just I just didn't hear myself nearly as much. Mm. But now I like, mean we all want we all want to hear you, Hardy, including you. Uh huh. But now your level is a little bit off, so I'm not gonna adjust this thing here. It's fine, Chandrika. We can we can just continue. I I can multitask. All right. <laughs> all right. So uh, so I was watching some old movies uh, and I was rewatching Never Been Kissed. And it had a lot of people that I now recognize and know to be sort of famous, but were not nearly well known as well known back in 1999. Name one. Uh, James Franco. Okay, name another. <laughs> Jessica Alba. Name one more. <laughs> Chris Williams. There you go. <laughs> Why are you so difficult, uh, <laughs> I I just have to be difficult. Uh. Yeah, so uh, Jefferson Pierce 20 years ago looked kind of different from where he looks now, but also the same. I, like, don't, know, I don't know if you uh, understand this, Shandrika, but people age. And <laughs> they start to look I'm a not aware of this. Oh, okay. I, I'm not aware of this phenomenon. I have looked exactly the same for the past 20 years. <laughs> Can't tell if you're being serious or not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, I was just watching this movie, and and then I was like, wait, why? I know that smile and laugh and that, like, head tilt, what's happening? <laughs> and so I paused it and looked up on IMDb if this dude was in this movie, and and he was. And then he said, who's, whose future is it? Say what? Did he ask someone whose future it is? No. Okay. Uh, you want to know what role he had? Have you ever seen this movie? Uh, I assume principal. That's his known role, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, he was very much not a principal, in fact. Uh, are you familiar with the plot of Never Been Kissed? I'm not. Uh, Drew Barrymore is like a 25-year-old uh, newspaper reporter. And um, none of the stories that she pitches get picked up by the editor. So they come up with this cockamamie plan to let her uh, infiltrate a high school and pose as a high school student because clearly 25-year-old or supposedly 25-year-old Drew Barrymore looks like a high schooler. She was probably closer to 30. Um, And so um, she's like wearing a wire the whole time. And good old Jefferson Pierce is a guy in the creepy cargo van out back behind the school looking at everything that she sees in the high school. (laughs) (laughs) So he's an adult? Yeah, yeah, he's an adult. (laughs) Okay, all right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, apparently whatever he says, she can't hear. She's just wearing, like, a one-way wire. And so um, there's this one point where uh, 
she wakes up after like a house party or something and someone had written loser on her forehead mm-hmm. and she just like wakes up and goes straight to school the next day without like doing anything that's kind of uh, gross for many reasons um is one of the reasons it's gross because she's like 25 and and should know better than to just roll out of the bed and get to school like i said many reasons <laughs> uh so she shows up to school and everyone's making fun of her and like laughing at her and like doing the like the loser l sign on their forehead and she's like why does everyone hate me oh my god and she goes to the bathroom like starts breaking down and and then um jefferson pierce like can see everything in front of her so (laughs) so she's like standing in front of this mirror like feeling all bad for herself and jefferson pierce is like oh oh ha 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 loser (laughs) (laughs) he's like laughing at her like behind her back literally but does she is she blind in this movie She's just like feeling too bad for herself to look up immediately, but then she catches up and she like oh. she like it's a whole thing. She like strips it off and everything, and Jefferson's like, "Oh, don't be too hard on yourself. It's fine." But like she can't hear any of the things that she's saying to be reassuring. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, why? Why are we getting these like reactions from Jefferson? <laughs> also, I don't know what his name in the movie was. He was just Jefferson Pierce, sure being. Garfield principal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, but he he does uh, screw up her love life though. Um, so given that this movie came out twenty years ago, I'm just gonna spoil it for you, Hardy, and everyone else. Um, she falls in love with one of the teachers while she is posing as teach as a student, mm. and there's like all sorts of weirdness there. there this is a weird movie. Okay, so the future is hers then. Sure. <laughs> And and then like she blows her cover, tells everyone that she's twenty five, and so like the undercover story had morphed into like, can you uh, get the the teacher to make a move on you, and then we can like write an expose about that. Um, and so then like she blows her cover, she like runs out of the prom, and Jefferson Pierce goes up to her and she's like, and he goes, oh well, did you catch anything on the teacher? At least like, did you get anything uh, off of him? And of course, like the teacher's all sad because he's like, "Oh, so when I was like falling in love with my student, I didn't have to feel bad because she's twenty five and it's fine." And then he gets up and he's like, "Oh, I see how it is. You're just like trying to uh, like do an expose on me and like playing with my emotions, and it's, it's just bad." Mm-hmm. I, I it, it was a movie. It existed. Sure, sure. Uh, so Black Lightning. Yes. <laughs> the episode from February 11th. Yeah. Yes. The Book of Secrets. Is this uh-huh. our transition? I can tell you a secret, Chadrika. Oh, yeah? I finished this episode like a minute before I got, I got on the call. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you finished the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not? I, I did. I oh, did. Okay. All right. No, I prepare. I prepare too. <laughs> sure, sure. Just got a little distracted. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> I mean, I think that was pretty good timing on my part. You were a couple minutes late. Excuse me. And now I know why. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't think so. 
my sure. my clock said uh uh such and such on the dot mm. sorry okay I, I like to keep the curtain up a little bit chandrika you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah i know you know, we, we tape live, right? Like, we, we got to keep that uh, era, like, so, that we, we have to keep that veneer. So if we tape live, then that is, does that mean that we're watching, like, Supernatural right now? That's, like, what's on? <laughs> we're waiting for the, the Black Lightning to start? Mm, mm. I, I was uh, saying, I meant that we tape live as in, like, when our podcast airs, like, we are taping Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Why don't we do that? So, sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're doing. <laughs> no, but actually, why don't we do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's table that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Book of Secrets, Chapter 3, Pillar of Fire. Yeah. In which the pillar is Jennifer. And she's she's... going to explode, according to Maxine. Yeah, or Pam. Or Maxine. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't don't do this to me today, Chandrika, all right? All right, all right. She's she's taking matters into her own hands. And I got to say, Chandrika, she's doing a heck of a job. She's got the moves uh, like Jagger, as they say. Wow. I mean, did you see her? She took on like 14 people all at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, she's got some powers. She also basically knocked herself out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she's like more powerful than a nuclear bomb, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought um, it was a, a great couple of scenes. Yeah, yeah, it totally was. I also really liked how they showed a clip of her speech from last episode because, like, that scene was too good to only show in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really liked that, actually. <laughs> it, was, it was cheesy, but it was good. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Do you have any predictions for Jennifer's future? I think she's going to become part of the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I liked how she, uh, like, when Jefferson was talking about how uh, he was worried for her, like, lack of stability and everything, like, he goes on his whole spiel, and then Jennifer's like, you know I can read lips, right? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, time for credits. I think the opening credits came up after that. Mm. I could be wrong. I wasn't paying quite that much attention, but sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think she's going to join the team. Um, she she needs to, like, get some stuff up, un, under a bit more control, though. Like, I don't think she's, like, completely unstable, but she also, like, knocked herself out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, there's there's some work to do. Yeah. Especially around compartmentalizing Khalil. Mm-hmm. Because that was the thing that really triggered her, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Because that dude um, just like mentioned how Tobias killed Painkiller and she just like lost it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Um, you know who we did not see this episode that we heard a lot about? Uh huh. Grace. Oh yes. Was <laughs> <laughs> was it meant to be a trick question? Sorry. Hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, Grace is on schizophrenia drugs. And she made up her name, but that's cool. Like, sometimes you just need to start over. Mm -hmm. um, I did like how Jennifer called out Anissa, and she was like, you know, you're so convinced that she's in danger, but maybe she just doesn't want to see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a good thing to, like, point out, you know? Yeah, because, like... Honestly, Anissa was trying to feel a little stalkerish. Yeah, I, like I don't know why you would just assume that something, like, because the way that she came, or like she went to the apartment, Grace's apartment, mm -hmm. and everything was like cleaned out. So mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know why your first guess would be that she's in trouble, you know. Rather than your guess right. being like, she left. Right. Because if someone's getting kidnapped, are they going to like pack all their stuff for them too? Yeah, right. <laughs> like. Mm. And if she was like on the run, she probably would have at least contacted Anissa and been like, hey, I'm going to be out of town for a few days. You know, like, like make some sort of cover up story so that she doesn't mm -hmm. try to follow her, you know, mm -hmm. instead right. of just ghosting her. Yeah. Yeah, and this is a little too full of herself. Yeah. But, on the other hand, like, I did, uh, feel like there was something that Anissa said to Jennifer that I really appreciated. Oh, oh, yeah. So, after Jennifer, like, goes in her whole, uh, like, I'm gonna go after Tobias all on my own while I have, like, two minutes by myself. Um, and, like, all that happens. Uh, Jennifer's all, like, hurt and defensive that she's going to be in trouble. And then this is like, oh, no, I'll yell at you tomorrow. But for right now, like, I'm just <laughs> glad you're okay. <laughs> and, like, like she, she means that, you know? And she yeah. doesn't yell at her. And she, like, doesn't say anything to their parents. And, like, she gives her some time to, like, calm down and process. Yeah, I think the way that they play the, they like write the, the relationship between Anissa and Jennifer is really nice because it's sort of mm -hmm. like how siblings are with each other, you know, mm -hmm. rather than like one of them being really preachy and like expecting more of the other and, and like being the snitch and all sort of stuff. Like mm -hmm. they actually look out for each other and help each other and talk to each other and like have a good relationship with each other, even if they have like fights and arguments or whatever, but they still like are like seem like they could actually be siblings, you know? Yeah. And it, like, sort of uh, gives you, like, an, an idea that when they were growing up, they also, like, got in trouble and did stuff and were stupid with each other. But, like, mm -hmm. they were uh, each other's accomplices, you know? Yeah. Like, like 
I feel like there was something in the past where Anissa said some. Oh, Anissa may have told her parents about Jennifer's powers. Did she? Mm, I don't know. I don't actually remember how that went down. I vaguely have this feeling that Anissa did snitch about something about Jennifer. But I also feel like it wasn't because she was trying to be a snitch. It was because she was like genuinely afraid or concerned for her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the way that siblings are often written on TV is more of this, like, two-dimensional, ha-ha, I'm going to get you mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And not this actual, like, loving relationship with, like, good and bad stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good job, writers. Wait, who'd you say said about who? I thought that Anissa ratted out Jennifer to their parents. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I I had it backwards, what you were saying. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think Jennifer has enough dirt on Anissa to rat her out, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> there, There's stuff that she could rat her out for if she knew. But... Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of siblings... um. So Tobias was talking to the portrait of his sister Tori, mm-hmm. who's dead. Uh, and then when Cutter, like, came out and saw him talking to the portrait, Tobias acted like the portrait had been talking back to him. Yeah. He's having a full-blown conversation. Yeah. Uh, what? I mean, we've seen weirder things, right? Sure. Maybe it's because yeah. he's hopped up on that medicine. Oh, you know how Lala had, like, tattoos that talked to him? Mm-hmm. Do, is that, like, the equivalent for Tobias? He just has, like, portraits that talk to him in, like, just the one, maybe? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe maybe there's something to his, mm. like, thing that gives him uh, some sort of weird situation like that. Because, like, yeah. e- even though Lala was talking to... Uh, uh, Lawanda, that's her name, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like also to uh, his cousin that he killed and all those other people, mm-hmm. they didn't actually, they weren't actually there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So maybe Tobias is actually seeing Tori mm-hmm. and like talking to her and having a full conversation. And like he thinks he's having a full conversation, and that's mm-hmm. because of the stuff he's pumping in his neck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, conjecture, not not actually sure. I, I can buy that. Do you think that is related in any way to the, like, meditation stuff that Pam does? Or is it different? The what? You know how Pam, like, has the little meditation thing that she does with Jennifer? Mm-hmm. I guess they're... Do they ever talk to other people in there? Or is it just them? Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, like no, little, like, I don't think it's... Thing. I don't think it's the same. Okay. It's that like special, yeah. Because uh, hallucination. <laughs> I'm I'm guessing. I don't know if it's extra, but like when Jennifer uh, blew up the car at the hospital and she like uh-huh. couldn't control herself anymore, mm-hmm. uh, Pam came by and they were like in Jennifer's little headspace, mm-hmm. and they were like having a full conversation, but like mm-hmm. Jefferson didn't hear anything outside the door, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Oh, right. Whereas, like, when Lala was talking to his, like, tattoo hallucinations, 
everyone around him was like, what is going on with mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And wasn't Lala on some sort of like super serum type deal or something? I think so. Yeah, he was on something. Or at least he'd been brought back to life by something. Right, because he had been dead and then he like needed... Somehow they brought him back and mm-hmm. he was not the same. It's interesting, though, that, like, in Lala's case, there were tattoos on his, like, actual body. Whereas in Tobias's case, uh, Tori is a portrait, like, on the wall. Yeah. I mean, they're doing different things, right? Or were, or whatever. Because, like, Lala, I mean, he didn't have any extra strength or anything, did he? Like, he didn't have any superpowers. He just mm-hmm. was uh, brought back from the dead and, and didn't, like, he had no fear anymore. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. he didn't have fear to begin with. So like mm-hmm. all the threats he was making were threats he would have made if he was when he was alive. Right. But like mm-hmm. now that he'd been dead, he just had like no fear at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Except for when mm-hmm. Tobias said whatever those words were, you know, mm-hmm. ask yeah. not for whom the bell tolls or whatever the heck it was. Uh, but like Tobias is on like a different thing. He's got like a different drug in his veins. So mm-hmm. maybe the effects right. are, are different. Do you think Dr. Jace uh also has pictures you can talk to <laughs> what <laughs> nothing uh yeah so i don't know i don't know how that works because she also didn't exhibit any super strength right she like huh. like she hasn't i mean tobias doesn't go around just like punching cars and out of existence but like he has flexed his muscles so to speak yeah, I guess if Dr. Jace had super strength, she wouldn't get locked up so easily, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Tobias got thrown in jail a few times, and he's Tobias. Yeah. I guess he got thrown in jail thought... once. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. It's all conjecture. Maybe I'm just wrong. I don't know. I mean, I feel like you're usually right. So. Wow. Uh, I, hold on a second. I just got to make sure we're recording. <laughs> that's going. That's going down in the annals. Hardy, <laughs> you're you're usually right. Mhm. You heard it, folks. That's, that's the title right there. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, we got some bad news Napier, who, like, I, do we know this guy? Like, <laughs> Yeah, he was the guy from, like, the first couple of episodes where he was telling uh, Jefferson that Lowry was going to come in and take his job. That was so long ago. <laughs> it was oh. a long time ago. That was so long ago. I don't remember stuff. That was like a whole year in the past. You know? I don't know if it was a year. I mean, right? it was long enough ago that like people were living in different places and working different jobs and whatnot, you know? It was mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. ages in the past. <laughs> <laughs> but like it was the beginning of season two, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So it wasn't like last February. No. No, no, no. Okay. Not everybody was living in a different place or in a, uh, working a different job. 
Uh, back to back news, Napier. Uh, he's good news, Napier now. Mm-hmm. Except Jefferson's like bad news, Jefferson apparently. Yeah. See, here's the thing: when you talk to somebody that like wants to have an argument, they they always win. You know, whether you uh, whether you get your point across to them or or not, they still win because they like get in your head and like cause you to second guess everything about yourself. You know. And, like, that's what happened there. Like, Lowry was all mad, and he wanted to, like, get revenge to, to Jefferson. And, like, he ended up doing it, you know, because he, like, mm. put the seed of doubt in Jefferson's head. And, like, that caused him to question everything, you know? Oh, wow. Did I just Chandrika you? <laughs> I think you already made me, but Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm just thinking back to all the times that's happened to me in my life. (laughs) When somebody, like, forced you into an argument and you were like, whatever, at the end. And you're just like, yeah, you know what? I don't care about you. And then you leave. And then now they're in your head. And, like, they're, they're, like, causing you to, to, like, second guess everything and change your whole, like, lifestyle around like that. Yeah. I'm totally not speaking from experience, by the way. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't even realize how that happened. I know, that's the that's the worst part about it. So, like, it's happened to me, but when I saw this happening to Jefferson, I didn't understand what was going on, and I was just like, why is Jefferson just being a dumb butt? <laughs> <laughs> but now I get it. Wow. Okay. All right. Yes. Wow. Jefferson's not that different from me. You're basically Jefferson. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. I'm Jennifer. You're Jefferson. So, you know. <laughs> Why are you Jennifer? Uh, something about crying from last episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was cool. some, some joke you made about how she's like electricity and that conducts electricity and then I, oh. I was crying and tears conduct right. electricity yes yes yeah so you're jennifer and i'm jefferson excellent cool, cool. pops that's, that's what they call them right they call them pops wow young lady <laughs> <laughs> don't think you're very stable right now i guess they call him dad sorry dad yeah they don't Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> uh, oh, you, you have no problem calling me young lady, but you don't like to be called dad? Uh, let's see how it is. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, what else happened? There was a whole, they, they moved the metas, they unfroze, uh, what's his name? The vibration dude? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, Shakedown is his name. Sure, sure. Uh, Gamby pretended to be a CSI agent <laughs> by wearing a little hat that said CSI. Her hat. <laughs> I like the interactions between Gamby and Henderson. Because, like, Gamby asked, like, says this thing that's just like, oh, yeah, that's, that's how this works. And Henderson's like, are you kidding me? That's, that's a thing. <laughs> And then Gamby's like, well, yeah, why wouldn't it be? And he's like all like, def- not, not defensive, but like 
uh, uh, dumbfounded, I guess, <laughs> that like Henderson doesn't believe that this is a, this is the way the uh, Gamby operates, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, like the, in the a uh, couple episodes ago, when he was like, "So I guess you're gonna tell me you're not a tailor," and he's like, "No, I'm a tailor. Who who says?" <laughs> <laughs> he gets all defensive about it, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like chill, dude. <laughs> And then this time he was like, "Oh, my watch is a infrared, blah 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 blah." And he was like, "Yeah, uh, of excuse course. me, I think his watch was a Geiger counter." I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I should have known better than to mess that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like their interactions. It's fun, especially because yeah. they like never interacted before. Mm-hmm. So right. like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, isn't isn't that weird? Like they they have. It makes sense why they have never interacted before, right. but like also that they have a relationship, that just seems kind of odd. But do they have a relationship, or are they just being awkward with each other because they don't know each other? They're certainly talking like they are old friends. That's weird. Well, okay, so Henderson is like old buddies with Jefferson, right? They're like mm-hmm. BFFs, and Gamby was basically the father figure in Jefferson's life, so. Mm-hmm. It's basically like hanging out with your friend's dad, right? <laughs> I guess, yeah. So, like, it makes sense that they would have some sort of a relationship, but also be kind of awkward with each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Uh, so, there was one scene that was kind of striking to me. Uh... So when Cutter and Tobias get that meta out and, um, I, oh, they have like that one syringe, right? So they can only like awaken one of the pod people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Tobias just goes, all right, Cutter, you're up. Like, give him the thing. And I was expecting it to be like a shot to the neck. <laughs> uh, because everything is apparently uh, taken in the neck in Black Lightning. <laughs> yes, yes. And she went full, like, Pulp Fiction on him. Yeah, and, like, didn't try to aim it either. She just, like, (laughs) jammed it wherever it landed. Like, here you go, torso. I mean, like, I've never tried to give somebody a shot directly in the heart. But, like, don't you have to not hit a rib? And, like... Uh, (laughs) Have you ever seen Buffy? No. So, you're aware that it is a show about vampires, though, right? Yes. Uh, there's a lot of staking of vampires that happens on that show. And uh, they don't aim very well. And a lot of times, if you're, like, watching them, they're, like, pushing the stake into, like, someone's stomach. And it, <laughs> it just apparently also where their heart is now. So, so yeah. So, uh, I think there's two things I want to comment about that. Uh, first is maybe vampires have more than one heart and uh, maybe their their stomach area has a heart there. Uh, you probably know better than me because I've never seen the show. Um, the second thing I do is... I know better and that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing is maybe getting staked in the stomach will just kill you whether you're a vampire or not. Like, I know that <laughs> vampires have like this like, oh, you can only hit my heart. Woo. But like... Uh-huh. Maybe that's just myth that they're like uh, trying to spread around so that people have a smaller target area. And really, there's like the rest of all of us humans where 
if you get staked somewhere in a vital organ, you kind of just die, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, Sorry, uh, I, I went through puberty while I was trying to explain that. <laughs> what? Uh, if you didn't hear my voice crack, then it didn't crack. So let's just ignore it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, spoiler for a show that ended like 15, 20 years ago. Um, uh, there was an episode in which a vampire slayer uh, staked a human in pretty much the stomach because that's how her aim is. And uh, and he was like very badly hurt and possibly died. I don't really actually remember that part. But this dude was like very badly hurt because turns out if you stake a human in that general area, it's not great. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. I mean, yeah. I'm just guessing here, but I think if you stake a vampire in the stomach, they're not going to like it. Hmm. I've not interacted with a lot of vampires and I've never staked anybody in the stomach, but I just get the feeling that if you, you hit him in the stomach, it's not going to feel too good. Hmm. I also have not interacted with any vampires, uh, nor have I staked any. So I, I like how we're talking about vampires as if they're real too. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the like connotation of that sentence is that vampires are not real. Are you trying to tell me something, Chandrika? I mean, you can believe in Twilight if you want. <laughs> like, they're sparkly and everything, sure. Why you got to go to Twilight? We were just talking about Buffy. <laughs> I'm sorry. The more respectable of the vampire shows. To be honest, my, like, uh, frame of reference for vampires these days is True Blood. So, like, mm. when uh, when something is vampire related. I just think of like Bill Compton and, and hmm. his situation. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the way he just said suck it all the time. <laughs> anyway, I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So anyway, uh, that's my vampire reference. So, hmm. I mean, they didn't, turn to dust if you've got them in the stomach but they also didn't like it you know mm, yeah how did the vampires in true blood die oh the traditional ways with uh sunlight or uh stakes of the heart uh-huh silver maybe or was that mm. the werewolves spoiler the alert there's werewolves in true blood yeah i got that far uh silver hurt them uh, but it didn't, like, kill them. It was, like, you know how, uh, well, maybe you don't know, but, like, if you wear <laughs> jewelry made out of, like, certain metals that uh, mm -hmm. interact with your skin, you can, like, get a rash. Mm -hmm. It was, like, that, mm -hmm. but for silver. Yeah. And, like, uh, such a bad rash that it, like, exposed their blood and stuff. Like, yeah. It was, it was, like, hives. Because didn't they have, uh, what's his name? Who was the really old one? Russell? Was that his name? Sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, they had him like chained to the, to like a briefcase or something, or like a pole or something with the silver handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I guess it's just this is just the episode of spoilers. The book of book of spoilers chapter uh, super spots. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you you sure do know how to count. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. 
anyway, uh, we were talking about syringes and cutter, and uh, so cutter and Tobias are like a thing now, right? Again, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they like celebrated their love by killing off Todd. Yeah. I'm not sad about that at all. I'm not either, and I feel like um, I, I feel like he got like the perfect amount of send off. <laughs> Where it was just somebody's hand at the car. You weren't actually sure it was Todd that got it blown up. I I, I think we're pretty sure it was Todd. <laughs> right, right, but like they couldn't even they didn't even want him to come in for another episode. <laughs> I mean, like the actor's fine and everything, but like the character, I. It's fine that he had like that unceremonious of an ending. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think they're taking it back to their their roots with this one, because they he was here for what three episodes. Hmm. So you but know. See, in the, well, some, some people might have started to like him, and then they just kill him oh, off. Okay, that's gonna say like some people <laughs> might like him, right? Okay. Hmm. <laughs> But, yeah, so Todd being, like, the nerdy dude, apparently he never saw The Godfather because he could have seen that coming. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, sometimes sometimes TV and media can, like, tell you about how people around you are acting and, like, give you some clues about, like, whether someone's out to kill you or not. Yeah. And And Todd did not watch The Godfather. He also didn't watch Khalil getting his spine ripped out of his back, apparently, because that should have been all the yeah. information he needed to know. Well, he was just super cocky, right? Yeah. He was just like, oh, well, Tobias is giving me $100,000. <laughs> I am the most important person in Tobias's life. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not at all. Also, that's that's a really expensive deal. You know, the hundred thousand dollars or the car. The hundred thousand, because I assume you don't buy him a a new car. You're just gonna explode. That's actually like good, right? Yeah. So, uh, okay. So I have seen The Godfather, but also I was like slightly naive in the beginning of the scene. So when Cutter said that she got him a car, I was like, what now? Uh, so at first I assumed that it was like a fancy car. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I feel like it would have needed to be like somewhat fancy in order to like entice Todd. Like, mm-hmm. they weren't gonna give him some like bucket, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> like it has to at least like look nice. Like, go. It has to be able to move far enough away that like they don't catch on fire, right? <laughs> I mean, it it. it, it it didn't happen in like three seconds. He didn't like get in the car and then it exploded. He mm-hmm. he'd been in the car for a while, you know. It was like mm-hmm. the end of the night. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they needed to be able to get him away from like <laughs> their lair, right? Sure. Like I'm just saying, the car needed to like move and like work. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> what? Nothing. Continue with what you're doing. <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> oh, that's all. 
Well, you started off with uh, that you'd seen The Godfather, but you didn't know or something. Oh, oh, yeah. So I've seen The Godfather, but like I didn't realize that uh, I gave him a car as code for I blew him up. Oh. Car. Uh, did you know? I've never seen The Godfather. Mm-hmm. But yes, I did understand what was happening there. Because you know Cutter and realize that she's not a nice person? No, because I've seen a lot of other shows and movies. So. Okay. <laughs> also that. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not going to say that I thought that everything was fine for Todd. I just didn't know exactly what she meant. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to redeem myself. Sure. Well, anything else? Uh, Adele was creepy, but not quite as creepy as he was at the very end of last episode. I still don't know what's up between him and, like, creeping on Jennifer. On Jennifer? What do you mean? Last episode, Jennifer was talking to Khalil's corpse. Oh, I see, I see. You know? And, And creepy Ace dude was just like, staring at her from the trees mm-hmm. and we haven't found out what that was about yet well i think he knows that she's a meta yeah yeah but like he hasn't acted upon that so it, it's a coming <laughs> sure we have three more episodes this season to like fill up right <laughs> apparently All right. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, so, so Lynn was like in that lockdown, right? With like the one meta uh-huh. that she had uh, woken up and everyone else uh, was like moved by uh, Cutter and people, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so Lynn was just like, she just woke up this woman who had like been in a pod for 30 years. Mm. And then she just goes, Wendy, can you blow down that door? Well, that was the one from a couple episodes back, right? Or like one of the f- first few episodes of the season? Okay, she she seemed familiar, but the beginning of the season was a long time ago, so I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, this was the 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 lady that uh, she like blew a hole in the wall and then jumped out of the building and all this stuff. Sure. <laughs> I, I watched that. Her and Jefferson were like having a battle in the street. Oh yeah, she was like the uh, the Airbender. Yeah, her name was Wendy. Because like Wendy. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That's so bad. It's so bad. I guess it's about the same as Jennifer the Generator. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Oh, dad puns. All right. You got anything else? Nah. I think I think this bed's never going to exist is what I think. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense out of context. <laughs> All right. Well, see you next week. <laughs>